When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Army. Welcome to We Got No Jams. Your two favorite Unis here to talk the tea about BTS. I'm your host, Uni Sarah. And I'm your host, Uni Jude. Woo! And welcome to episode 28. 28. 28. <laughs> Very a, nice. That's a good age. <laughs> yeah, I it recall, really is. I recall 28 being a good year. <laughs> 28 and then 29 Saturn does something and like everything like falls into place or no actually everything just goes into chaos and then falls into place Mm -hmm. yeah so 28 the calm before the storm Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh (laughs) so well I'm very excited (laughs) episode 28 yeah how you feeling this week I'm feeling pretty good this week it's been a fun week rainy gloomy gray (laughs) snowy week but it's been nice Staying inside, staying indoors. How about you? Um, pretty good. It was a really busy work week, and then the weekend was really nice and fun. I did just like a bunch of random hanging out online with some friends, which was super nice, and then some FaceTiming with family, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's always good. Yeah. So much fun. I know. I stayed up way too late last night, though. I was playing games, and it was like 1 a.m. by the time I realized, like, oh, my <laughs> gosh. Who am I? Why am I up this late? <laughs> yeah, I had, like, a group of friends who were Reliving playing. your I know. We were playing um, some games online, and so it just, like, time was flying, and it was so fun. But then today, I overslept because <laughs> I was like... I had been up too late, so I overslept. So today has been kind of groggy, like a little. You're like in a dream <laughs> yes. state all day. Yeah. yeah. So this <laughs> podcast energy, these vibes are going to be kind of weird. All over yeah. the place. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very much so. She's bringing a very like V vibe to yeah. our podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. today. I would agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so let's get into it because we've got so oh much to cover. You got Such good stuff this week. <laughs> Oh, we talked about it last yeah. week. BTS was going to be on MTV Unplugged. Yes. Legendary, you guys. Delivered. Legendary. This was amazing. So this was on Tuesday, February 23rd. Mm-hmm. And OMG, <laughs> it was amazing. Yes. I was so happy. One, Suga's back. Suga's back. Yay. Yeah. Yes, he was actually there for the performances for the whole mm-hmm. thing. So he didn't just like do one song and then and then bounce. Like he was there for the entire thing. Yeah. So that was very pleasing yeah. for me. Well, they didn't do any choreography. So that no. was nice. Nice for not for the viewers because I always love their choreography. But it was nice right, to like, right. for him to be able to participate in all of them because they didn't. Yeah. And I can't wait to talk about any choreography. But we oh can my get gosh! Away, I know, away. I know, I know! <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so good. <laughs> yes, they did five songs. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. One, two, three. Four, We're good. Yeah, five checking songs. our and, notes. <laughs> yeah. They started with telepathy. Oh, did they? I watched them all yeah. out of order because I just saw them on YouTube. Did yeah, you? so I have no clue what the order oh, actually no. is. The first one I watched was Blue yeah, and Gray, I but in order. I'll let you lead then because I don't they know. They started it. They started okay. it with telepathy. Oh, good. And let me just say, you guys, this fashion <laughs> in this performance was amazing. What is going Donald on Duck? with Gucci and I Donald know. Duck? That is like a Gucci thing. Like... I loved it. Every single one of them was decked out in Donald Duck, except for Jimin. He was wearing Huey, Dewey, and Louie. I love that. On his, like, little, like, bomber yeah. jacket. Oh, 
the fashion was so good. They looked so cool. Yeah. They were like in like this cool like game rec room. It totally reminded me of that Run BTS mm-hmm. episode where they were in that recreation room and they'd have to do the challenge and get like a 30 minute break. Yeah. That's totally what this reminded me of. And it was such a fun performance. It was like just really good energy, really good vibes. And I love that they opened it up this way because it was just like really set the tone. That's awesome. I watched it at the end of like me watching these <laughs> videos and I love that it ended with it because <laughs> it like ended on like such a happy note because like some of the other cover like the cover in like blue and gray and stuff like were very somber and I was like crying. So it was like nice because I ended yeah, on telepathy. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like this upbeat so i really like they started oh i see okay you you watched it in a better order because they started with telepathy though they went blue and gray and then they did the cold play cover and then they ended it with life goes on and then dynamite so like they brought you up (laughs) made you cry brought you back to like a sentimental and then like brought you all the way back so that's good still i loved this live telepathy because we haven't seen it live before and Sugar, right. it's, yes. this is too high for him. <laughs> you can tell. It's way too high. And he has talked about key. it so many times where, like, this, he wrote and produced this song, and he complains all the time by how many keys they've risen this song because it's really hard for him to sing. And so watching him do it live, I was loving it. He sounds great, but you can tell, like, it's, yeah. it's a bit of a struggle. Like, this is too high for him. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, it's he was, like, sitting key. and singing and just, like, you can tell it was like he's like winded because like he's like trying to like rap but also rap in a higher octave so like he's using so much more of his vocal muscles than he normally uses so it's like taking the wind out of him it was really funny i noticed that too good job good job because i mean that is hard so i mean he sounded good even these part V's part is really fast. Yeah. And, like, it's a higher octave as well. Like, you can see that, like, vein <laughs> yes. come out from his neck, like, towards the end of his verse because he's, like, struggling to breathe yeah. out. Um, yeah. It was a cute I really performance. I would say V's outfit is my favorite outfit from that performance. He had, like, this, like, navy blue and mustard striped oh, yes. cardigan with, like, an old school Donald mm-hmm. Duck t-shirt tucked into, like, high-waisted mm-hmm. jeans. And he just looked so cute. He was doing, like, the little chug arm mm-hmm. motions, like, lots of little, like, marching in a circle type, like, mm-hmm. little just, oh, so cute. He was very excited for this performance. You could tell he really likes this yeah. song. I feel like he just loves anything Sugar does. I feel like he just looks up to him so much. Yeah. It was really cool. I liked watching. I like seeing the live performances of songs because, and I saw this comment too on YouTube. I saw this comment and I was like, yes, I feel this. There's not a lot of artists that sound better live than the recordings and BTS is one of them. And so I always look forward to their live recordings but or their their live shows because one vocally i just think they sound better and two they always just have such a concept around each performance and i and and so i I always really look forward to it so it was cool to watch telepathy live for the first time i really liked it yeah i mean not my preferred way to watch it live (laughs) the first time but i'll take it i'll take it too soon (sighs) i know i just i know it's still our tickets are still in there they're still good i check all the time i just finished the jungkook v live like right before we hopped in here and he was talking about the concerts and i was just like oh my gosh (laughs) when we get to the jungkook v live there was a moment in that that just melted my whole heart and like broke all a lot of reality barriers for me (laughs) i loved his v live it was so good i can't wait yeah me too Mm -hmm. we'll get to it but yeah so yeah then they moved into blue and gray which i cried (laughs) this song you guys gets me me. so it gets me too it got me like it gets me weepy like i i don't get to the crying but i do that like Mm pre-cry breath that like (laughs) oh my god you sounded like an animal hello clarice (laughs) oh no (laughs) um But yeah, like I definitely was getting weepy and not only that, but like V and Jimin were reaching into our souls like with their eyeballs through the camera multiple times during this performance. Like they just stared right into the lens of the camera and like 
It felt like they were just looking directly into your whole soul. I loved this, the whole concept for this performance as well. It was beautiful. It was somber. It was, I mean, it, they're so good at just creating this, like this full concept around the song where it, where the costuming, the sets, the way they're moving, there's obviously they kill it vocally every time. And so when, I don't know, just everything so perfectly came together in this performance. I was just like, I was watching this on my iPad, like in the kitchen, like chopping something. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, (laughs) it's just like beautiful. It was beautiful. And this song already kind of triggers me. And it's just like the way they were moving around and the the lights and the grass. I don't know. It was just so good. It was very beautiful. The imagery was Mm -hmm. serene and I loved it. And they did move like slowly and it was like they were just kind of like sad, like wandering through. Yeah. Yeah. Just like in a melancholy way, wandering through this like very, very green, lush greenery with like these windows letting in like it was like a greenhouse that let in this like really beautiful sunlight. It was just so cool. It was really cool. It was. Was it a greenhouse? It was, it had like cement on the sides, oh, but like the back had like you're big right. windows. Okay. All I could remember was like the cement slabs and the lights, the little stick lights like in the ground. Yeah. I didn't, uh-huh. I think I didn't register But then on the, the very windows. back, it had like big, gotcha. huge windows. I thought that was so cool because it literally looked like they were in like one of those big cement, like barrier uh-huh. pipe things, but had like a window on the side. So it just like felt like it would be like as, as if it was half greenhouse, <laughs> half cement block. <laughs> Like <laughs> a weird construction site. <laughs> yeah. But I liked it because they, they would kind of cross the screen and they'd prop themselves on the cement and just like be sad. And I don't know. It just like, yeah. Lean against it and seeing <sighs> and like. It was good. Yeah, it was good. However, the next song is where I started to ball like a baby. They did the cover. So, yeah. Disclaimer. Yes. Sarah and I talked about this. So. BTS did a cover of Coldplay's song, Mm -hmm. Fix You. I am kind of like a music snob. I don't like Coldplay. I'm not like a big fan of them. But there is only one song that I like by Coldplay. And it is literally (laughs) this song. Like, this song is really good. The lyrics are just amazing. It's it's it hits you in that feels. As soon as Jungkook opened his lips and started to sing, I just like lost it. Like I just started crying immediately. It sounded so beautiful. The song already is gorgeous, but it I didn't think it could become prettier. Yeah. And everyone like vocally just really beautiful. Their pronunciation was spot on. Yeah. Like it was so good. And it was every member yes. too. Like every member did such a wonderful job and <sighs> RM and Sugar sang. I know. I know, and I they know. harmonize. And J-Hope. Oh, I'm so proud J-Hope of J-Hope harmonized as well. But J-Hope can sing, I know, though. that's J-Hope true. J-Hope can sing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, good job, J-Hope. You did something. Way to go on your dance. Let's hey, he works hard to get where he is. <laughs> <laughs> he can do all of it. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was uh, such a beautiful, like, Oh, mm-hmm. it was so pretty. And they had like lights behind them that were f- shining and just like really creating that uh, like orchestral effect where it just the song starts to mm-hmm. swell in the middle and all of that emotion is just right there. It was really good. G- good job. I mean, congratulations, Coldplay, <laughs> because now you're going to have like a lot of people <laughs> listening to that song. They just like rewoke that song yeah. up for you guys. Yeah. Uh, Jungkook just... Oh, he just did such a beautiful job. I was like yeah, very impressed with him. And he did a little, we're jumping ahead, but he did a little clip in his V Live as well where he just kind of sang an acapella. And yes. I was like, <gasps> oh my gosh, it's so You're beautiful. such a beautiful human being. <laughs> <laughs> I love him so much. Yeah. So that was a beautiful cover. So yeah, definitely. Really liked it. Oh, being such a baby. Um, but then they moved into the acoustic version of Life Goes On. Which was so good. And they had this like tweed professor look going on. I know. That I was about it. Like I was all about it. Except for one member. Jimin looked like to me what would be the Korean Christian Grey <laughs> in that outfit. 
I ain't mad at it. <laughs> right. He had like his hair slicked back and like had like one eyebrow up just looking like I would wreck you, girl. Like that's like the look that he was giving me. That was all of his like energy was I will completely like bias wreck your whole heart right now. I mean, I was he's just not like, wrong. <laughs> Jimin, my goodness. To look that good in tweed. Like, come on. Yeah. They all look good. <laughs> not even tw- not even Tweety Bird can look that good in tweet. <laughs> I personally am a sucker for, like, a professor look. My goal in life is for my husband to, when we retire, just only exclusively wear, like, tweed jackets with elbow patches. <laughs> oh, I love it. I just it. love that professor look, and it's so good. Oh, I'm looking Me at a too. picture. Yeah, you're right. Oh, my goodness. I forgot. Right? I'm so right, yeah. huh? I'm, like, really good at this game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Korean Christian gray yeah. right there. It's really the hair. Gray ever yeah. goes, it's the and hair the jacket and the whole attitude. It's probably the most tailored on him. Everyone else, their jackets yeah. are, like, a little bit bulkier. And it's his attitude. Like, the way he's sitting, it's, like, his whole swagger. It's his whole energy right yeah. there. Um, oh, RM yeah. in this coat. I forgot RM's coat. He's in like a corduroy <laughs> brown coat. Yes. <gasps> yes. With like V. Oh, he has like the, the and vest. Sugar. And like the <laughs> RM is looking like such a dad. And I love it so much. I know. I know. And his hair is like kind of overgrown a little yes. bit with the gray color. So he's looking like extra dad oh, mode. this is really good. <laughs> I'm so glad I looked yeah. this up because I, I, all I remember is that they all look like professors. <laughs> but now that you've mentioned like specific details, this is where it's at. This is very good. I get good. way too into it. <laughs> Jin looks like a model. Oh, my gosh. He looks... Jin... Him oh. in, in, like, jackets with, like, a structured shoulder. That's where it's at. Duh. That is where it's at. All day. Yes. All day long. <laughs> I can watch that guy rock a tailored jacket every day. <laughs> you couldn't pay me enough money <laughs> to look away. Yes. <laughs> this is such a good performance. Oh, it was really good. I liked hearing it acoustic because, mm-hmm. like you said... It's rare when bands sound better live. And then when you strip away so much of the instrumental and then you hear it even better. Oh, beautiful. And I love the they have really good pairings in the song in regards to the harmonizations between like Jin and Mm -hmm. Jungkook and V and Jimin. And live, you really get to hear just like how beautifully their voices just kind of really go together. Yep. Oh, I agree. So good. And then they closed it out with Dynamite. (laughs) And and this was cute. They were out of the tweed look. They were all in like mm-hmm. white suits at this mm-hmm. point. And one thing that so the first thing I want to say about this performance is I it sounds like I'm just obsessed with Jimin <laughs> right now and I'm not trying to be. <laughs> so but like can't help he it. was so close. He was so close to falling off the chair that entire time. I was just like, why can't you sit on a chair entirely? This is why you (laughs) fall off chairs so much. Because you only sit on like the first like inch of the chair. Like you sit on the rest of the chair. Jimin, please. We're concerned The problem is they keep putting him on the end as well. If they smush him between one of the other members, I feel like he'd probably do a little better. But in this performance in particular, he's on the end. He's like an end cap. (laughs) He's about to fall over. He's just like, and he's wearing like a silk suit. So that's like not making anything mm-hmm. like it's not easing my, my pain yeah. any better. Oh, they're I'm just all expecting in silk. him to slide all off of there. their suits are silk. Yeah. Ooh. They're all like super reflective-y, silky. Yeah. Like that'd be fun to wear on a slip and slide. <laughs> I would not wear a white satin You'd go suit. shooting down there. <laughs> slip and slide, you come out looking well, nasty. Well, it doesn't have to be white. You can wear a black satin suit. <laughs> oh, okay. okay? That's fair, that's fair. As long as it's satin. All you need is the satin for the achievement. Yeah, of the yeah, push. yeah. That's true. But I will say, while they were all seated and there's no choreo during this, not one of them can stop moving. Like, all of them are, like, squirming <laughs> yeah. in their seats. RM stands <laughs> up, like, ten times. I think V stands up at a certain point. Yeah, V is, like, wiggling. Like, he's, like, doing all of the choreography <laughs> yeah. in his seat. The no 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 like he's like moving back and forth like you could tell they all want to do the choreography by this point they've done it so many times that it's like impossible for them to sing it without their body yeah. moving that Even way is bopping. sort of his toes form. tapping he's bopping yeah. around he's toe tapping you know he's mm-hmm. having a good time <laughs> i'm sure a lot better now that his wisdom i know poor sugar <laughs> every time i think yeah, about I that v live i'm just like that poor guy <laughs> 
so rough. poor guy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was all of the Unplugged. Um, they did those five songs. They were amazing. And like we said, this is like a legendary thing. Like other bands that have been on there, like like Kurt Cobain was on Unplugged, Nirvana, um, Alanis Morissette, Allison Chains, uh, Mary J. Blige. Like tons mm-hmm. of people have done MTV Unplugged. And they're like legendary very great musicians mm-hmm. so this is such a huge staple and especially i i want to say they might be the first non-english speaking people on unplugged i don't know i would want to look up and see if any spanish speaking artists have been on there yeah like los lobos might have been on there but i don't th- I, when i looked up who was all on unplugged i don't think the list was that big i would believe that so but yeah, so that was that. It was pretty cool. Indeed. I enjoyed it. Next up, Jungkook's V-Live. Uh, we haven't had a V-Live from Jungkook in a long time. He's been on YouTube a good. number of times. Oh, I won't say a number of times, like a handful yeah. of times. The big announcement from this V-Live is, dun, 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 goodbye, blonde Jungkook. Hello, blue <laughs> Jungkook. <laughs> I love it. He's at... I particularly love that he did this himself. I, I am a too. big fan because we watched him do this in Bon Voyage where he did half of his head pink. And so I'm imagining him in that same like setup where he's just doing, doing all the, the blue. blue himself. I loved it. And I was getting with the cut and color. He looked like when he was turning to the side, I kept seeing Taehyung's hair when he was blue. Like the oh, cut and color yeah, is very yes. similar. From the persona yes. when, mm-hmm. uh, yes. Oh, yeah. I can see Because it was that. faded a you little bit. You know what other hair? The the dye job that he did, I was like, I wonder if Jungkook is really into Eternal Sunshine <laughs> of the Spotless Mind right now. Because how it was dark and then mm-hmm. went to the blonde and then went to the blue totally looks like how Kate Winslet has yeah, her hair Yeah, that is that really movie. true. I could totally see him being into that movie, too. Mm, I feel like that's definitely an RM. That's an RM movie. V for sure. Yeah, yeah. Jungkook might like it. That's true. You don't know. I don't know that guy. <laughs> Jungkook's one of those. It's like we said in the last episode. He's like one of those like really cool guys that is like super deep mm-hmm. underneath that like really appreciates mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And you're like, wow, I wouldn't have guessed that of you because you like are good at sports That's true. and stuff. It's very evident. It's V-Live too. The things that he always talks about, he's very reflective and thoughtful when he talks yeah. to ARMY, but also just I'm sure in general. You guys, this V Live, there was a moment that it broke the reality like barrier for me. Some army commented like, We miss you and he was like in the middle of taking a bite of food and he just like looked down and was like, I miss you so much. <laughs> so much. And he said it in that like tone and like for a split second my brain was like, He's only talking to you and like you guys are boyfriend and girlfriend and he misses you so much. Only you yeah. and that's it. Cause he literally said it as though he was talking to just a person like i was like i had to look around for a minute like nobody else saw that right yeah <laughs> uni jude and jk forever, forever. <laughs> sorry i stole your bias record we're together now you know what that's right <laughs> he misses me so yeah, much yeah 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 <laughs> But uh, and the way he said it, you could just tell how sincere he was and how he really does. Like, it really feels like he misses each and every one of us in a way of like, I wish I could come have dinner Mm -hmm. with you. (laughs) Yeah, I think I mentioned that I was getting those vibes when they were asking. Oh, man, I think it was one of those Bangtan bombs out of the on music record, like the behind the scenes. And they were asking them questions. And he was just like, I miss army i miss them so much yeah. and just like the way he said it in his face i was like i felt that in my bones <laughs> and this was like yeah, yeah like one of those he said it and like you said in kind of a way that was like it was just very sincere and, and then he followed it up with like i used to be able to see you guys at concerts band and meetings like band and meetings and and then he like just like kind of looked over to the side and like had this really sad expression and was like and we just don't have those mm-hmm. anymore and i was like oh my gosh stop like i'm gonna jump through the tv just to try to make you feel better yeah there was another question oh. that was asked that i i thought was a really deep question and a lot of the times like i love when they get asked a really kind of a thinker, Thoughtful right? Question. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, 
do you think we will still live in a world where we sing? And I was like, that person, I'm thinking of this person, like asking this question and where they're at right now to be asking that question. And they're going through yeah. things. And so are so many people, right. you know, right now and just everything going on. And that question really, I was like, oh my gosh, like what an amazing question to be asking. It's very deep. This person's asking this from a place of probably a lot happening in their life. And Jungkook was like, yeah, he kept, he repeated it a few times to really like ingest the question. And then he, he, you know, started talking about, you know, he really hopes so and his piece in that as a professional singer and how he wants to move forward with that and like be a part of that. And I was just like, this is such a special moment. And I love this really army was. that asked this question. And I just really hope that like they're okay. <laughs> like you will get through it. <laughs> Keep listening Hang to positive there. music. Hold yeah, tight. just, you know, we're here for yes. you. <laughs> because I just, Hang like, felt that question Hang so hard. And I was like, oh. I know. That was, that was like, a one that made me feel all the feels. But there was one question that was asked. And I'm going to have to ask you to be honest oh, with no, you, Oh, no. I'm put on the spot. I'm nervous. You. What? <laughs> <laughs> were you the one that asked him what percentage of body fat he is? <laughs> Because as soon as I saw that question, I immediately was like, if that's Sarah, like I, <laughs> I no, would not be surprised. I would not ask people their percentage of body fat. I would be asking. He said it was back day. And I'd be like, oh, what do you have on the socks? You doing some pull downs? Like you're doing some like rows? Like what's happening? <laughs> like, what'd you do what'd your back what'd routine you look like? Uh, take some of those. Thank you. Incorporate them. As soon as I saw it, like I was just like, oh. Sarah, like, me, like a, I'm glad somebody asked related. that because Sarah was like, oh, I really like to know. <laughs> Whatever. I don't want to know his ba- body fat percentage because it's going to be it's going to make me feel bad <laughs> about myself and my current situation. <laughs> I would not be asking that. Uh, but yeah, so he was eating a salad with s- smoked duck, which I'm really glad he cleared up because he said he wasn't eating ham. But then I kept seeing him put pieces of meat in his mouth and I was like, why is he eating the ham? <laughs> But it wasn't ham. It was smoked duck. Sounds delicious. And he didn't use the dressing. I was like, man, that is some self-control. Yeah. He's like trying to lose weight. So he's not eating a lot of salt. But yeah. So then he ate. And oh, yes. And then like you were saying, he was singing because Army was asking him what music he was really into. Um, And they were having him sing, I'm guessing, modern pop songs. That's going to be your genre, Sarah, because I didn't recognize any of the songs he sang except for when he did the Coldplay one. Oh, he sang Still With You, which is one of his own. Yeah, yeah. Songs. He sang that one. They kept asking him to sing My Time and he was like, no, no, no. I have to warm up for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was so cute. And yeah, he started to do Fix You and he was like. This is even too, this is too high. I need you guys to recommend simple, yeah. simple songs. I'm not warmed up. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't warmed yeah. up my throat. <laughs> he was like, next time I'll, I'll come with some songs prepared for you. I was like, okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I also, so I kind of, I unintentionally timed it so that I was eating dinner myself while I was watching this and then also had to get off at the same time he did to hop on to this with you. And so I was like eating with him and like we were like it, it was like so funny he's like oh i have to go i was like oh me too <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> oh my gosh i can't believe he's cheating on me <laughs> and i was like wrapping up right so like the video's kind of ending he's like shoving in the last like bit of salad i also love that he times a lot of ending his v lives with finishing up food or a snack there's been a couple other v lives where he's like and in particular i remember he was eating um dried dried squid as a snack. My favorite. I love that. I know that. me too. And he's so eating good. that. He's like, at the end of this bag, I'm off V-Live. And he did the same thing today. He's like, end of the salad, you know. But anywho, yeah. I was like finishing watching it. I'm finishing eating myself. And I was like, <laughs> I'm sitting at my dining room table. Just me eating dinner, watching a guy also eat dinner. And I'm having like the best time. And I was like, this is so <laughs> weird. This is such like a bizarre I love watching them eat, and I just don't know why. Like I know they're just so, I'm like, the same. He's like he. Was, I'm like actively watching him just chew salad, and I'm like, I am so yeah. entertained right and now. And you're like, watching. Why? You won't look away. Yeah, yeah. 
I cast it onto my TV. So I'm in my <laughs> living room with a 55-inch LED 4K TV. Just watching some, like... With, a, with, with some just some guy Korean guy eating, eating salad. salad. And I'm, like, out of coffee, but I won't walk five steps to the kitchen to go get new coffee in case I miss a bite. Yeah. Like, what? What is going on? What has happened here? I don't understand. Like, I used to be one of those people that was very judgmental for people that end up in cults. And now I can't really I know. judge them at all. We're here. This <laughs> we're is kind of low key. It's this is this is me yeah, now. This is where we're at. And you know what? <laughs> I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. Baby, sorry. So. Jungkook's V-Live was very fun, entertaining, watching him eat. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. it. Um, His are always very musical. Him and J-Hope. J-Hope plays a lot of music yeah. and dances around. And Jungkook plays music and sings a lot in his V-Lives. Yeah. I really like it. And it was good. Mm-hmm. It was very good. I loved it. Ooh, um, then Bangtan TV. You yes, guys. Yay. You guys, this was so awesome. Wow. I honestly, when I saw the little teaser for the, so we're talking about the behind story interviews. When I saw the little mm-hmm. teaser, I was like, man, I'm, they have like really shown us a lot of their process and they've really included us on things and they've talked about this album so much. I'm like, what else are like, can they be talking about? I was like, they've, yeah. I mean, I feel, I mean, obviously there's a ton of things that I'm sure we don't know, but it just had felt like we were so involved with everything. I was like, huh, what else can they show? So we don't already know. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah, surprise, surprise. Yes, but it was there's stuff we I didn't know. know. Of course there was like, I don't know why I thought that I was like, I'm, like, there's so much yeah. involved and they're, they're so different now than when they even recorded it. So they're going to have different thoughts about it. And which is what right. happened. And then I like finish it. And I'm like, why? Did, of course. Like, this is wonderful. I Ugh. love this. And <laughs> yeah, so it was really <laughs> yeah. good. This was super cool, you guys. So the behind interviews were um, where each member would interview another member about the making of the album B and their con- their contribution mm-hmm. to it. And some so, kind of generalized um, questions of just like them and, and their yeah. music process in general and their goals for the future and all kinds of stuff. It was really cool. I will say I love when they interview each other. Same. Because there's like a level of ease and mm-hmm. like uh, comfort that you can tell that they have because they they know each other. So they're just talking to each other. Mm-hmm. But it was the pairings were really good. I agree. For, for <laughs> I agree. They were so were good. So good. So it starts out with Jungkook interviewing Jin. Yes. I love which this. I thought this was so cute because Jin, like, I just feel like they're so adorable because it's like oldest, youngest. Mm-hmm. And like, you could tell there's that dynamic between them. And so like Jin is a little nicer and like not as hard on Jungkook because he's like the youngest yeah. one. So he's like a little sweeter to him. I always just think that's so adorable because Jin is definitely that guy that like will poke you and like give you a nookie. Or, like. <laughs> Like he's one of those like big brother kind of guys. And so like for him to be so sweet to Jungkook, I just love to see it. Yeah. And I really liked learning. So Jin kind of shared a little bit of his process of like, you know, how he approaches a song. I loved the question. I can't remember exactly what it was, but Jin shared a little bit about how he thinks of his vocal talent and like how he approaches songs and how and it was just like so cool to hear that perspective from him i do wish like he had a little bit more confidence in himself because he's yeah he's a beautiful vocalist i mean he's got a gorgeous voice and he he said that his voice is clean he said it's a clean voice it's not he said it's not like super powerful and all these things and i was like are you kidding me You've like I have stood in a I have stood in a stadium with you singing and it just is ringing out and it's just beautiful. So I just I personally just wish he had more confidence in his skill. But I it's interesting to just kind of hear his perspective and and where he's at and that he is comfortable, which I also know he struggled with in the past, like with a lot of even I'm saying now I wish he had more self-confidence, but he had even worse confidence, you know, back in the day. So for him to be at least yeah. here, which is it's really nice where he's feeling like comfortable and confident ish, you know, in his skills. So I don't know. I thought it was really cool. There was some insight there that I don't think I have seen from Jin on just yeah. like him and like his vocal ability and kind of where he's at in his 
journey right now, which I like. Yeah, I thought it was cool that he talked a lot about Abyss and like what was like a big struggle for mm-hmm. him when it came to that like songwriting was that he's like he tends to be really straightforward with like his feelings and his emotions and that doesn't necessarily equal the best poetry mm-hmm. um so he had to like really look for help like with rm to like help him with some of the lyrics and like help him uh really convey what he was trying to get across because he was just like i don't i'm just really straightforward so it's hard for me to pull the different senses into what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. so i also thought that was really interesting that he was just like yeah i'm super straightforward so i wouldn't be able to tell you like how it feels or you know, like how that makes you want to cry or how, you know, he's not able to emote that kind of stuff. So I thought that was really interesting because I, I would always think that kind of like what you said, I would think the opposite. I would think he would be able to emote that kind of stuff. He Some of his ballads are the mm-hmm. most emotionally charged. And powerful. Like Epiphany. Yeah. yeah, Epiphany is one of my go-to when I'm feeling low in confidence and when I'm feeling like I need something to remind me that mm-hmm. I am worthwhile. Like, I'm that's my that song to go to. <laughs> yes. In this world. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I love it. And so when he also said those three things about his voice that he didn't think that that rang true to him. I just thought, well, are you crazy? I would use all three of those things to describe your voice. Mm-hmm. And I will say he was not the only one throughout this like hour long, you know, interview video that's a little bit self-deprecating. But what I love yeah. is that the interviewer is so supportive in every instance, yes. every instance, because in this case, John looks like, no, like you should be confident and so supportive. And that happens throughout through the yeah, whole the other thing. interviews it's like so it was just so nice to like i don't know them supporting each other was really sweet i liked it <laughs> i always love to see yeah. it but yeah so then it goes into j-hope interviewing jungkook yes i thought this oh, was so sweet they were so kind of awkward at the beginning they really were i think they even mentioned it like you know this is oh this is different you know it's been a while since just you and i but then j-hope kind of gets into like professional like mc mode and he's just like really professional asking the questions like kind of yeah responding yeah and And there was like this was a cool moment because i think the younger members really very much look up to j-hope and we saw it in you know his conversation with v in the car in in the soup and like he is a mentor to them in in a way i feel like especially around like the mixtapes because he has one out and they they've kind of have talked to him about their own mixtapes right now. So Jungkook answering these questions with J-Hope, I thought was really cool because you can kind of see there was a lot of respect there of like, you know, yeah. this is, this is, I'm, I am talking to one of my mentors right now. It's kind of the vibes I was getting yeah. out of this particular yeah. interview, which I thought was pretty cool. It was a very professional, like little interview. <laughs> yeah. There was so many, like, it was so funny to hear J- J-Hope's, written, it, it is such a good song. Like, <laughs> yes. back to junk. It was like very, like, he was a professional interviewer. and he was doing it like he was doing it for real like he wasn't doing it ironically like someone who will do later (laughs) but uh, no he was like (laughs) actually the next one yeah it's the next one no he like took this very seriously like he's interviewing jungkook and he's gonna do a good job about it yeah he was very serious about it um and it was a good like it was good too they talked a lot about like his method and how he writes music i thought one thing that was interesting was that his favorite song for himself vocally is euphoria which i love I because that's like one of my favorite junk i know songs. it's so good <laughs> oh it's just such a good one. i like that he talked about he had kind of a unique perspective on his future goals which i thought was cool because the way that they a lot of how they write is them writing from their own perspective and like their own experiences and he very specifically said a goal of his is to write a song from a a different perspective a story he's telling a story that has nothing to do with him and he's just conveying the story through song yeah like empathy yeah which i thought was really interesting Mm -hmm. and you know and j-hope even mentioned like in contrast that that's very challenging because you are going to have to embody something that is maybe foreign to you and how do you convey that and that's very challenging and he was like and j-hope was like so supportive he's like i want like good go try everything you want try he literally said that he's like i hope that you try everything that you want and i was like oh my gosh 
This is so cute. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so then it was V to interview J-Hope. And this was one of my favorite ones because V was like, I will be a professional. Like, I'll be like a professional interviewer. But he was like doing it. In, like, the way I would do it to say like <laughs> He was, like, an actor portraying an interviewer. An yeah. interviewer, yeah. Like, he was clearly joking and, like, not being super, like, serious about it. But he was being very, very supportive to J-Hope the entire time. One of the things I really liked was towards the end, kind of. I So I was watching V and the, doing the interviews. The camera was kind of focused on J-Hope a lot. I thought initially, like, V was not really paying attention because he was kind of, like, unfocused, I feel like, and, like, his gaze or whatever. But then he made a comment of, like, I was just watching you this whole time while you were answering these questions. And just when you talk about music, you look so happy. And I love that. And I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was, like, so I know, that sweet. Was so cute. Yeah. And I, I, and V also had mentioned that when they are standing in a row, they have, like, set orders, right, of how they stand. Yeah. And they've had that forever since they debuted. And they're on. I didn't even realize this. They're like the bookends. Like they stand like on the ends. Yeah. And so he was like, I never get to see your face when you're talking about things. And this was really great for me. (laughs) I was like, that is that is adorable. Yeah. I thought that was so cute. I really like um, out of since in the soup. I have really enjoyed anytime V and J-Hope get paired. Because their episode and then the soup where they're dancing in the parking lot is probably one of my favorite moments. It was just like so sweet. And so anytime those two are paired now, I'm just like, yay! (laughs) I really like it. Because it's kind of new. It's kind of a newer pairing. Yeah. I think it's cute, too. They give off like a really good energy. Yeah, I agree. Uh, And then the next ones were Jin and Jimin. Which was, oh my gosh, the funniest one. So Jin and Jimin, anytime they're together, like, I don't think they can take anything seriously. I don't think so. Like, I don't think they can take anything seriously. Like, immediately when they sit down, they immediately just start messing with each other. Like, Jin's like, go ahead and speak, you know, go ahead and, like, speak formally. Like, you don't have to speak formally. And Jimin looks at him and just goes, okay, Jin. He's like, I meant me. I was actually meaning me to, like, not speak so formally to you. (laughs) So that way I didn't make you uncomfortable in the interview. I was talking about myself. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. The first question Jin asks, he's like, so you did this Christmas song. And then you also did the bridge for disease. And those must have been two different experiences for you. Tell me, do you have a specific method in which you produce music? And Jimin's response is, all of that buildup just to ask me how I produce music. (laughs) And it's just like, okay, I get a sense of where this interview is going to start going. Yeah. I will say while I was watching it, this was probably, like, they are very funny. But this, like, this banter, this particular banter, I get uncomfortable. (laughs) So I, like, did not, this was not my favorite interview (laughs) I think it's so funny because it's the total opposite for you. I like get uncomfortable. (laughs) I'm just like. I think it's so funny. They were cracking me up. I love when two people are both like in on the joke and pretending like they can't stand to be around each other. But you know that they're just playing it up. Yeah. Like there's one point where Jimin like went in for a handshake with Jin. And then right when Jin's hand got there, Jimin changed it to a fist Mm -hmm. bump. And then instead of Jin changing it to a fist bump, he just sat back and like stopped Mm -hmm. and just looked blankly at Jimin. And it just, I don't know. I was dying. I was cracking up. I thought it was so funny. (laughs) I was just so horribly uncomfortable (laughs) watching it. It was so funny. It was killing me. I love it. I definitely get, there are good jokes there. But that particular, like, I just feel bad is the thing. Like, I know it's a joke, but I just feel bad and it makes me feel uncomfortable. So I was like, (laughs) okay, next interview. Sarah's like, I can't do it. (laughs) But yeah, so, and I thought it was funny too because it led into the next interview because the next one was Jimin interviewing Mm -hmm. RM. And when he went into it, RM was like, oh yeah, how was the interview you just got out of, right? You just came from yours? And he tells rm yeah the person who interviewed me was you could just notice their inexperience (laughs) and rm asks which one was it and he says oh it's the youngest member so rm goes ah jungkook jimin's response is no not the real youngest member and without Mm -hmm. skipping a beat rm's like ah 
<laughs> that is one of my favorite things about RM. He's very witty and he picks things up pretty quickly for the yeah. most part. Sometimes he's very oblivious to what's going on. But when he's like understanding what's happening and he's just so witty, he just really goes with the flow. And his little like punchlines yeah. are just so funny. So good. They're just really solid one liners. Mm -hmm. But RM's interview is probably one that I found a lot of insight in him talking a lot about the driving music and like him starting to borrow other people's cars (laughs) and going on drives and like understanding, you know, listening to the music loudly on the drive and how it's different than when you're walking or taking the bus and you guys already know, like, I love listening to music loudly in the car. Half my Uni's playlist <laughs> recommendations yeah. are, like, just because they sound good loud in the car. So um, I thought that was so cool to hear that this is, like, a new thing for him, that he's just, like, really starting to get into this and, like, learning that mm-hmm. feeling. So I thought that was really cool. I liked the perspective he was sharing about Mono and how he, like, where he was at when he wrote that. Because for me, Mono is my driving record. And so right, he was yeah. like, he was talking about it as if it wasn't. And I was like, RM, you don't even know. <laughs> like, you, he's like <laughs> talking about how his next album, he wants it to be a driving, like, album. And I was like, but Mono. <laughs> but Mono is already. It's already so good. Yeah. Why wouldn't yeah, yeah, you? Yeah. But um, anytime RM gets to talk about music and his process, because he does a lot. Most of his V lives are album reviews. You know, when they drop an album, he usually mm-hmm. does a review of it and kind of shares insight into it. He's just and I'll kind of I don't know. Do you have anything else? Because this segues into the next one. Yeah, no, go ahead. RM and Sugar. So the next interview is RM interviewing Suga. And as I was watching these two in particular, these are music industry giants. And it hit me yeah. in this interview. They are seasoned now. Like they've been, Suga's talking about having, you know, he's been writing music for over, well over a decade. Right. And they're, as they were both kind of talking about their processes and how they approach music, which I thought was cool. It's very different. You know, how... Very how they approach their processes yeah. and things like that. So it's really cool to hear. But like, I love watching these two talk about music. It is. Yeah. They're so passionate about it in very different ways. The amount of talent between these two guys is just crazy. And as I was watching those two like sit in that room and they were like, like really talking about various things and they're like playing the telepathy guide <laughs> and like it kind of derailed <laughs> a little bit. But I was just like watching it. and I was like. I can't believe I'm watching these two in this particular, maybe because it was like an interview setting. I don't know, but it really hit me. Like It feels like it's like you're watching John Lennon and Paul McCartney talking. Legendary. Just like the two like masterminds. Like very, like I, not to say like all seven don't give a contribution, but I really think like without RM and Suga being the lyricists that they are behind bts like really providing a lot of the lyrical content i think like that that's why so many of the members respect Mm -hmm. them and look up to them like they're so much of the content behind bts but like you said their process is so different and i loved hearing Mm -hmm. about that because i just thought it was so cool to hear different writing processes and to even relate to some of them like rm was very much like you know i love it when there's already a concept or a keyword and i can pick off that and build the rest of my lyrics around that concept which is very much his style his verses tend to start and then they end circling back to where the start of that verse was you know and like finishing up the concept tying it up for you it's a conclusion to the end you know it's like a story in his little verse whereas sugar's is He's got little blurbs written down anytime they come to him and then he just writes them all down. And then when he needs one, he kind of flips through and finds one that will work and then builds around a little bit and kind of pieces that all together until he has a whole project. And I just thought that was also really cool. Yeah. And how they they kind of each build their songs backwards to each other as well. Where yeah. Suga has a very set process where he starts with his beat and then he adds the melodies beat. and he adds the lyrics and then... Yep. RM said he's the complete opposite. Like he starts with the lyric. Yeah. Because he needs to understand the story he's telling in order to then kind of get the music around it. Mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. was just so cool. It was very insightful. His interview and Suga's interview. I liked it. It was really cool. 
And I thought one thing that I will say too, because I noticed this on disease, I forgot to mention it when I brought it to the playlist last time, but they attack the beat differently. And this part of the process explains it because RM's telling you something first and the beat comes Mm -hmm. second. And you can hear it on disease, the way that they go in on it. It's like, the way that Biggie goes on to a beat and Tupac goes on to a beat. RM kind of lacks behind the beat a little bit as he's telling the story. And then when it goes into Sugar's verse, he's all over the beat. Like he's attacking mm-hmm. it. So like just the way that you could tell the beat is a very different part of their process. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. And we didn't even really touch on J-Hope because that's, I mean, that's his song. And he, yeah, I am a big fan of j-hope's progression he was not a rapper had no experience Mm -hmm. in it and so he learned through rm and sugar and through his own experience and he has since really found his voice like j-hope's rapping style is his now which i think is really cool and i feel Mm -hmm. like in the earlier albums it kind of sounds a little sugar-esque a little bit in some instances where now he like really has his voice so as soon as like disease started for example like the first time i heard it that beat like popped in. I was like, this is J-Hope's song. <laughs> you know, like you can tell like yeah. he has his own yeah, style. Immediately. And I like his because I think his is informed a lot through his dance where mm-hmm. he. He creates music. He yes, can to. exactly. And yeah. so then he kind of builds his like lyrics around it. And he also has a lot of similar themes in his songs, I think, um, where he's talking yeah. about, you know, his journey or like where he's at, at the time and how I don't know, like. He sings a lot about like his own personal journey, which I think is really cool, too. Yeah. And he even talked about that when he was mm-hmm. interviewing Jungkook. Like, yeah, he was saying that when Jungkook was saying he wants to do this, the stories and telling a, another person's story. He was like, wow, I can only ever write about like my own experiences. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it easy for me is to do that. Yeah. So. But yeah, I agree that all three of the rap line, I really feel like have just come a long way in their own right. <sighs> rap line stands yes. for sure. Rap line yeah. stands all day. But yeah, so we won't leave out the last interview, which was Suga interviewing <laughs> me, which is so it cute. It was so good. I don't know. Like <laughs> Suga went into I his just, DJ voice. Did you notice that? Uh, immediately. Like he immediately yeah, was like, yeah. DJ Suga honey. Hanbus, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, if I wasn't looking at the screen, it would just be an episode of his radio show. It was so good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was so good. I liked hearing V's story, too, because I knew that Blue and Gray was his. Like, he wrote that song yeah. and pulled it kind of from his mixtape. It was really cool to hear how he worked with the other members, though, and how... RM didn't get Yes, chosen. I love how he phrased it. He said, I was greedy yeah. with the emotions I was trying to convey. And, you yeah. know, and RM just kind of... RM even said it, too. He's like, I didn't really understand his intentions in the song. And so my lyrics yeah. didn't really vibe. But I liked that. Like, I liked that V was really strong in his conviction on this song of like, this is what I'm mm-hmm. conveying. And if we use it for this, great. And I want everyone's input. But it has to kind of stay true to me, <laughs> like his vision. Yeah. Which I loved. And it's a gorgeous song. It is really beautiful. It is. And I love that he almost needed somebody else to to convey what he wanted to say like because he even said to sugar you had one lyric that was like don't say you're fine when you're not and he was like and that just kept sticking out to me and then Mm -hmm. i was like yeah the rest of the song needs to be like all about this like it needs to convey this whole like don't say you're fine when you're not kind of feeling so good yeah i love this this whole this whole it was yeah it was like an hour and 12 minutes they did break it up after with just the individual interviews. So if yeah. you don't have time to like sit for an hour and a half almost, you can kind of watch it in it chunks. But it was really good. It was very insightful. I felt like I really got to understand a little bit more about like where they're at now, where they're at, where they were at when they were writing the records. And it I was just so. yeah, really I good. Liked I liked it a lot. So now it's time for the so this was episode 130 and this is the tournament for their long-term goal of learning tennis yes this is part two this is the competition the fierce battle of the tennis (laughs) (laughs) oh you guys this episode so silly my favorite part of this whole episode so they do the whole competition my favorite part is they had a guest on the show 
who was like, I guess like a professional commentator or like he's from the tennis world. And he was so nervous throughout this whole thing. He barely said anything through this whole episode. I like and like the one time he spoke, his voice cracked and like Suga and the rest of them made fun of him. (laughs) I know it was so funny. And it was the first time I have seen because they've had all kinds of people like join them on Run BTS. And I've seen like various levels of like the people being nervous, you know, being on the episode. This is the first time like this guy could not he handle was it. So nervous. He was like, he could not get through it. And he never broke out of no. it either. I literally know nothing about yeah. this guy. He said like three things, the whole thing. And like at the end, even when they were like, like signing off, he just like stood off and like he just couldn't <laughs> he so through this nervous. whole episode. And that was my favorite part of this episode. It was, it was so way funny. That was cracking me up so hard. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This poor man. Oh, he was so <laughs> nervous. And Sugar had to be like his MC as well because like he couldn't play because of the shoulder surgery. So he was like sitting there like being a better MC than this other MC guy was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they did a tournament and we won't spend too long on here because we don't want to spend too long on this episode because we know we covered a lot Mm -hmm. of stuff. But uh, they did a tournament and they did it bracket style. Um, So at first it was Jungkook versus J-Hope and Mm -hmm. J-Hope won. So at first it was actually only supposed to be scored to seven. But then this was one of my other favorite parts that Suga said was because the production under underestimated our skills, they've had to change the <laughs> rules. So now the points go to 10. So the production crew didn't think that BTS would do so well. So when Jungkook and J-Hope were pretty close to seven points, like really quickly, they changed it to 10 points. So first to 10 points gets to move on. Yeah. And they changed it because they were initially also going to do the, the best, best two two out of three and then they decided no no, we'll just do one and done until Until the final final. yes so uh j-hope won it was 10 to 9 and then fierce competition competition and i thought it was so funny too because everybody was giving j-hope more credit than he actually was taking like they were like oh i see what j-hope's doing he was just waiting for junk (laughs) to get comfortable and then pull out the real skill and j-hope will be like no i'm not it was just (laughs) yeah it was literally no 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 you guys are like hyping me up too much yeah (laughs) um but then the next match was v versus rm this was so good rm is me playing tennis yeah (laughs) he was like doing these little bounce hops and things like that yeah could not contain himself he was like falling over on the stands laughing so hard i know <laughs> this was a really good match it was just so funny it was, really it, was good one. it was pretty close like they were both kind of making a lot of mistakes so it, it kept it pretty close but um v did end up yes, taking this he ended up winning 10 this. to 8 yes um and mm-hmm. then that moved on to Jin versus jimin which this one was uh, <laughs> Jin actually was the one that practiced the most. It was revealed at the beginning of the episode. Um, mm-hmm. He had practiced the most. And so um, when it come when it came to going against Jimin, Jin actually did really well. Like he had a lot of skill and Jimin was more of the comic relief. <laughs> yeah, he was really funny. He was so I was funny. Dying. And he's very athletic. So, I mean, he was still doing well yeah. but you can tell like Jin had practiced maybe not as much yeah <laughs> maybe not as much practice kind of went into that so so yeah was really um, funny. Jin obviously won that one 10 to 6 um, mm-hmm. which then moved it on to so because V won against RM and J-Hope won against Jungkook it then went to V versus J-Hope yes so this one was this was the match this was the, match. This this was was the preseason match and this one was really funny because like it was neck and neck. Like, it was going neck it and really neck the was. whole time. Like, J-Hope would be in the lead, then V. Um, but then J-Hope started making mistakes. And mm-hmm. V I think was... the pressure got V to was, like, getting ahead in points. The rest of BTS members were cheering. <laughs> Kim Tae-yuk! Kim Tae-yuk! Kim yeah, Tae-yuk! They determined he was the underdog, and so they were just going to root for him the whole time. And they, <laughs> they also, too, have determined that tennis is more of a psychological war. Instead yeah, of actual mind games. skill. Yeah, so they are playing mm-hmm. mind games. So, and it worked because V beat J-Hope. Mm-hmm. 10 to the 9. The upset of the century. The upset of the century. It was uh, so funny. Uh, but then, yeah. last one was V versus Jin, and they had to do three sets to seven points. Yeah. 
Yep. And best two out of three. Best two out of three. And this was funny, too, because there was a part. I don't know if it was when it was uh, J-Hope versus V or Jen versus V, but there was a part where the ball, somebody hits the ball, and it goes into the stands where the BTS members are sitting. Mm-hmm. And Jimin, like, excitedly stands up and starts looking at Jungkook. And he's like, ah, Judah, ah, Judah, ah, Judah. <laughs> and RM looks over and he's like, calm down. We're in Seoul. So I wanted to explain that to you guys because I was excited that I knew it. But <laughs> yes, <laughs> in the region where uh, Jimin, Suga, Taeyong, and Jungkook are from, in that region, so the Busan Daegu region, when they watch baseball, if a ball goes into the crowd, like a home run ball, and it gets caught by somebody, everybody starts chanting Ajuda, which means hand it to the nearest child. So they'll look around for a child and like parents will hold up their kids like, nearby <laughs> to like get the ball. So like that's what that means. But they only do it in that region. But um, that's why RM was like, calm down. We're in Seoul. Like we don't do that here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that was re- that's really cool. I appreciate you sharing that. That's yeah, cool. I, I like, didn't know that. I just thought it was so cute that Jimin got so excited to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, this is my trip. It's my region. <laughs> so ultimately, um, but yes, ultimately, Jin ended up winning the entire thing with just mm-hmm. two sets. He won both sets. They didn't have to do a third. Yep. And he got like the tiniest little medal. Yes. And I was, it was like so funny, but they kept saying like, this is real gold. This is real gold. I don't know if it was or not, but it was just like so a, small. <laughs> it was just like a tiny coin. It looked like a Mario coin. It yeah. was so funny. What made me laugh even harder, though, was after they were done playing tennis, they filmed them going out to eat. And like, I, yeah, I love oh that. my gosh, they were like pigging out like they ate so much food. Tennis took it out of them. Except yeah. for Suga, who was like, I'll just have a little of this, a little of that. Like, Yeah, yeah. But yeah, was, they were definitely episode. tuckered out. So they were done with the long term. They decided they don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> they were like, it yes. took us five months to learn this. We should have just done a talent <laughs> show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, so now you know it's... Unis Playlist Playlist time. Unis Playlist. So... We are bringing a precipitation of an Uni's playlist for you today. Aquatic. Very aquatic, aquatic theme. Yeah, aquatic. <laughs> uh, we didn't mean yeah. to do this. Yeah. You want to go first? Yeah, sure. Mine mine clearly is because I, it's been like gray over here. And I feel like this is just like the theme song for when you have that gray weather. But I'm mm-hmm. bringing Rain from the album Dark and Wild. it's very jazzy it is and like it has that piano in the back that like i don't know Mm -hmm. and i I probably get flack for saying this but reminds me of old school kanye west like that like (laughs) piano in the background that i just love that style and so like it just Mm -hmm. to me when i hear that song it sounds like Holding a cup of coffee in two hands mm-hmm. and staring out of a window. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's very that's that. what it seems like to me. Like with like candles going and it's just like very <laughs> dim in the house. <laughs> Maybe you're wearing like a robe. A robe with like some slippers. <laughs> There's a cat in the windowsill. Oh, for tail sure. Tail flicking. Like, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you, yeah. You just and you're already feeling so much better. Yeah. I would so what you bring into the playlist, Uni, Sarah? Yes, my aquatic choice for this Uni's playlist is C. S E A C. Which. Yes. <laughs> so this is a hidden track uh, off the album Love Yourself Her, which came out in 2017. It is a hidden track that's found only on the physical record and also YouTube because it's definitely been <laughs> uploaded to YouTube by and Rhythm High because you can play it there yeah. too. <laughs> But I had heard the song before for sure, like I on YouTube, <laughs> which is why I know it's there. I had heard the song before on YouTube because I knew that there was a hidden track on the album. I was like, oh, this is cool. But I actually, up until recently, hadn't listened to it off of the actual album itself. But it's on Rhythm Hive, which has kind of renewed my love of the song because, I mean, it's been a while since Love Yourself Her came out, 2017. Yeah. And I won't lie, like I haven't done like a full listen of the album in a while so i kind of forgot about it and then it was on rhythm hive and i was like oh my gosh i forgot how much i loved this song and it just feels extra special because it's a hidden track oh my gosh <laughs> <It's a> hidden <laughs> so, gem. 
I feel so cool listening to this track. But it is a beautiful song. It is a sad song. It is just kind of, it's about hope and despair, hardships, just going through it. And it's really beautiful, though. It's just like very pretty. I don't know. And it's really fun to play on Rhythm Hive. Yes, (laughs) it is fun. So is Rain. That's also a good one. Yes, Rain. These, those rap heavy songs are tough. They I get, get going really though. I have to like autopilot. I have to like stop paying attention so yeah. hard and just like trust my just, brain, my hand yeah. coordination. Just open your eyes as wide as you can so you get yep. your peripheral vision involved and then you just kind of go. And just let your thumbs go. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Speaking of rhythm hype, I just want to bring this and then we'll wrap up. So last episode we talked about, or no, 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 the rhythm hive episode, two episodes ago. We talked about how we like hard being at the level it's at because it feels like a, we can do it. Uh-huh. And then like, they Two days later, yes. they put a message out saying, we've gotten feedback that the heart is not hard enough. And so we're going <laughs> to just like add other options. So I was like, we have been called out. Out. Other armies are calling us out right now because they heard us <laughs> say we like the level of it because we can actually do it because we're old ladies, I guess. And then they were like, uh, no, ma'am, this is too no, easy and we're going to no, need some extra <laughs> So they were like, I, uh, we're going to give options to make it harder so it's enjoyable for more, you know, for everybody. And I was just like, la- I laughed so hard when I read that message. I was like, I, this I is a direct liked, attack. I also liked the message that they put out that was like, <laughs> member parts. We know that in the live stage performance that sometimes the member part that's singing isn't actually the member that's been labeled. Yes. But we did it this way so that way everybody could have fun playing the game and go off of live stage performances instead of the recordings. Yeah. And I was like, of course, armies were like, you had it saying that it was V's part. It was not V's part. It yeah. was Jimin's part. I noticed this, though, because on spring day, in live yes. performances, uh, J-Hope's opens J-Hope that starts. first thing. Yeah. But in the track they're using for Rhythm Hive, it's RM. RM, yeah. But it says J-Hope. So I yeah. know, like, where they're getting it from. But it's like, this ain't J-Hope. As I'm playing it, yes, I was thinking too. that. I was like, I do these the fools, thing. this isn't J-Hope. Like, uh-huh. this isn't J-Hope. <laughs> and then that message comes RM. out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, oh, we're so too obsessed. <laughs> yes. Oh. So, so yeah, so I guess, gosh, we could keep talking forever, but we won't keep you any longer. Indeed. But Thank we you really, for joining us. really appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Yep. Follow us on all the things. On and all the things. That's it. We hope yes. you have a great week and we'll talk to you yes. next Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Bora hey. Bora hey. Yeah. <laughs>